Crystal, we got Gary. Well, let's see who else is stacking in. Gene. 
Hello there, Gene Hudson. Welcome to the show for a Monday night, everybody. It's tuning in. Want us. Gary, Eric Thompson's in the house. So, Roger Blair, welcome. So, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Angela is running late. But I do have a surprise for everybody. So, can't forget about Aussie Sue. Guess who I got backstage? Welcome, Kelly Joe. Hi, guys. Filling in. <laughs> Kimmy Corpse, welcome. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know what? So I thought we would have a little diversity tonight. So I hit up Kelly when I was out doing my errands and stuff. I'm like, hey, what are you doing tonight? So welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We'll give another round of applause for everybody. So I thought we'd talk about spirituality. Yes, spirituality. And it's very a very unique topic. It's a personal thing. You know, it means different things to different people. Yes. You know, there is no, air quotes, right way to be spiritual. There's no right or wrong. It's what feels right to you. That is correct. We will always give you avenues, but we'll never tell you what to believe in and what not to believe in. Right. So. And to that's each their own. Time. Yep. Yeah, Eric, I knew that threw you for a loop, 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 loop. <laughs> He's laughing. Hello, Karen Clayton. Welcome. Nice to have you. So, but yeah. Part of being spiritual is uh, listening to your own uh, guidance, not the chatter, but that whisper voice. That's part of being spiritual. Um, holding like a neutral stance and part of spirituality is being able to hear another side that is totally different than you, you know, and not being judgy. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth? No, uh, yeah. Roger Blair, I'm showing only one. So I don't know why it's showing two for tonight. Uh, what is today? Ah, daggone it. I did do two, didn't I? Thank you, Roger, for the call out. I have to go back and delete that and redo it. Thank you. I'll fix that tonight. Today's the fifth, isn't it? No. The fourth. The Today's the fourth. All right, we're good. Roger, you had me scared. <laughs> okay, we're good. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, Crystal, every time I see you, you're always eating something. Tonight, she's eating Tostitos with guacamole. <laughs> yeah. Yum. Yes. I know. I think this is a food show, too. I know, right? I'm going to get you a chefette hat, and we're going to start cooking, and we're going to have a show for that. Really? There you I go. You, I know how to get Crystal Heart, and that's get her Reese's Buttercups. Yep, she uh, loves those. Yes, she does. See, she's laughing. Hey, Ward, welcome. Nice to have you there. And, and then... This, I don't know if it's part of being spiritual or not. It's like a coincidence, you know, like you'll see like a sign and it'll be like a coincidence. And, you know, okay, God, I know that was you, you know, right. you know, like seeing something that gives you information or, you know, like thinking of somebody that's passed on and seeing a butterfly or finding a coin or, 
something like that, you know? Yes, that is true. But I have, I must say, being spiritual doesn't mean that you don't notice stuff that's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you notice bad behavior, you notice what's going on in the world and everything. You aren't sitting there on a pink cloud contemplating the fuzz in your navel. That isn't how spirituality works. <laughs> Let me look here, everybody. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> yeah, I see it. It's over there. <laughs> that's my that's my monster. Where I can go see the moon and UFOs. So. Oh, I saw uh, the other day some UFOs. They look like um, horseshoe crabs, and they were like bright, bright fire engine red. Really? And it, yeah, two of them flew over from west to east. And I'm not making it up. <laughs> Interesting. Hello there, Russell Easterbrooks. Welcome. You just missed my Bigfoot binoculars. I just broke out. So, but yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, anymore when it comes to things in the, in the above me, <laughs> I don't know if it's UFOs, UAPs, or man-made, or I have no idea anymore. Me either. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're supposed to say UAP, UAPs now. I always say UFO. An unidentified flying object. That's what right. we grew up with. <laughs> hey, Denise, welcome. Yeah, so Peter had an emergency, something with this furnace. Angela's running late, so I have Kelly filling in. So it's uh, nice to have her different. It threw everybody for a loop because they're like, what day is this? So, but yeah. But no, I believe in spirituality and whether what side of the coin that you stand, you know, uh, you, everybody's got spirituality in them. Right, right. It's, you know, I like tend to believe in the good, you know, instead of the bad, you know. That is correct. Welcome, Penny Man. And, you know, different belief systems for different folk. You know. Yes. Everybody's saying hello to you. Hello. Lord, I have a strange question. I often astral travel in my sleep paralysis. I am aware of being on a spaceship, laying on a table with beings around me operating my body. Can you help see if this is safe, please? Whoa. Well, I don't know how safe it is, but you are being picked up. You have been abducted by aliens. Whoa. So, really, really, you've been tracked since a kid. Wow. That's something. Uh, you know, they usually say, welcome, Kathy. They usually say uh, people that dream like that, usually it is true, so... Do you have any scars or marks on you that they leave or any incisions or implants? Just curious. So, because I know a lot of people that have those experience and they come back with stuff. Yeah, they have tracking devices in them. Yeah, I need a plumber and electrician. Woo, let me rub a genie for that. I know it's hard to find good ones. It is. 
So I just had to replace my toilet and thank God my girlfriend is a construction lady owns her own company. She sent over a guy that she knew and he was very good. Very sweet. Did a good job. Oh, that's good. So Ward says, so it's not astral travel because when I'm there, I open my eye and I see myself in bed. No, that's astral travel, isn't it? Yeah. You're outside your body and you see what yeah, happens. You see your other body, but being in the, on the table and being upright on he's really being picked up. Oof. Sorry about that, Ward. Goodness. <laughs> Grizz, I've been rubbing the gen genie's lamp, and no wonder I had no luck. I was supposed to be rubbing the genie instead. <laughs> <laughs> You're just not rubbing it hard enough. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like reality. Yeah, it will, Ward. So that's the strange thing about it. Yeah, plumbing. Everybody needs a plumbing and an electrical man. So what uh when you say spiritual, what how do you know what is real and not real? What is reality in your head? It has a different feel. You know, it has like a more you just know it, it's a truthful feel. You know. And if it hits you wrong, you say, no, that's not right. People can be arguing with me. And I was like, no, I don't get that. Well, what do you think of blah, 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 blah? No, I don't get that. <laughs> and if I don't get something, I don't tell them I get it. Eric you know, Thompson, I've been having weird dreams since I've been leaving my chakras open at night. Ooh. You need to close yourself down, honey. Anything can come true. That's not good. Hey, Judy. Welcome to the show. Yeah. You're just like a a, a little light in the darkness. Yeah, gonna and everything, everything's going to come, and it might not be good. Kelly Joe, is there a reason why in 1986, my sons and my first seen a UFO, then six months later, we seen a dog man? Whoa. Plus scary dreams of lizard creatures. Before I knew anything about them. Wow. Yeah. You guys have contact. There is lizard people. There is dogmen people. You know, aliens. I'm not an expert, but I know they exist. Ward. Kelly Joe, do you see who the ones are picking me up? The Grays. Lady Wolf. I felt it in the solar flex area and got very calming wave over me. That's how I feel. Ooh, that's crazy. Hello, Liana. Welcome. So, uh, Standing Stones, they have Dogman in Australia. That is correct, mate. Isn't there a form of it all over the world? Yeah, and the uh, only thing I don't think I have any reports is from Egypt, but I don't know many Egyptians. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, in the Middle East, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess so. So... You know, you know, they they have different forms of them all over the world. Of different, yeah, yes. Uh, what what do you call them? Cryptids. Yes, cryptids. Yeah, all over the world. So I never ask Kelly Joe that, and I don't know if she knows what we're going to ask. So what does Kelly Joe think of the new idea that you should not go to the light when you pass? 
So people are coming forward and saying, do not go to the light when you pass. Go to the darkness. The that's, light is safe. Yeah, that, that's negative entities lying. So we are supposed to go to the light. Yeah, to the light, yes. Because <clears throat> I've crossed thousands of souls and you see a bright light and a doorway open, they all go through that bright light and the door closes. Yes, John Laird did say that years ago. We just talked about that in the show. We did, Eric. I never asked Kelly or anybody that question because it blew my mind that night when they were talking about it when I was not on the air and I was pushing all the buttons because I was very ill. Yeah. So, yes. And, you know, and we always know the intentions of the darkness, right, is to right. cause mass confusion. And to put doubt in people. Right. And spirits. So, you know. And then sometimes young kids get confused when they pass. And they don't know to go to the light either. Because they're frightened. On the show. Let's see here. Yep. I sure did. Nine o'clock. And I can't change it. So everywhere I posted that show. It's not going to work. Thank you, uh, Roger Blair. I'll fix it after this show. So, yeah, uh, Standing Stones, uh, I think you did miss that show. I don't know where you was at. Man, I posted that. I, I advertise that everywhere, too. Oops. Yeah. You're human. <laughs> Let me delete it all while we're talking. Thank you for the call out on that. So... Uh, small graves are just around to do the work for the tall ones. Yep. They're, they're the workmen. And then the echo ones, they do like biological experiments and stuff. Okay, I'll delete the broadcast. I'll get it fixed after the show. When I when I lived out in Loxahatchee, we had a lot of landings and out there. And one, one night I'm laying there and I'm sleeping. I was in like an old Airstream trailer, and here's a gray standing there poking at me. Oh, wow. And I, I woke up and I said, Would you quit poking at me? Why? You know, go back outside. I was over it. But they do experiments out there in the, you know, and land in the bogs out there, you know. Well, I, I, I can't wait to see what happens to the people that built houses out there. Yeah. <laughs> they visit them all the time. <laughs> Kelly Joe, was our signings just a warning to us was really out there or something else to come? Yes. You guys are connected. You guys have always been contacted by the aliens. Have you ever had any experiences with the tall, white race? Yes, I met them when I was a little kid. They landed in the field, and they came, and they talked, brought me on the ship and showed me this. It was like uh, a circle, and then there was like a, you know, it was cupped, and then it was like a hologram, and it showed me images of the future. And they talked single song. They were tall. They had a white skin tight suit. And they had like a, a insignia of a triangle and a swish through it. And they were blonde haired, blue eyes and talked sing songy. 
Interesting. And they showed me future things like um, in 91, the war over in, uh, they called it Persia, but uh, Iraq. And they showed me that there would be like a different diseases around the world in the future. They showed me that there'd be like the hundred year floods and, you know, climate change. And they showed me a whole bunch of stuff and it was like snapshots, you know, like, like a real, and they went forward in time with it. Kelly Joe, what are your thoughts about inner earth, possibly other life and so forth? There's always been a theory of that. I can't remember the name of the author. There was an author that wrote about the inner earth. You know, I don't quite know because we have magma in the middle of the earth. So I've, maybe in caves. And I've also heard about, I've read stories about the blue people. There's a, a race of blue people that live on in caves on the earth too in Arkansas in the caves. Yes. That is correct. So Admiral Byrd is the one that flew over and allegedly saw at the uh, Antarctica the hole. So there's supposed to be an underground system. Yes. But I've only read about it, you know, but you know, you can't negate anything because a lot of times myths, there's always part of truths in myths. That is correct. And that passed 500 times. Yeah, right. So do you actually believe in the theory then? The whole hollow? It, it, could, it could be. It could be caves. Because there's a whole cave systems out in Arizona and, you know, all, all over the place. You know, natural. Right. That is correct. And then look at the, the Hopi talking about being saved during the flood by the hand people. They went underground. Right. Another question. I lost a year around midnight. Oh, last year around midnight, I was outside smoking. When I heard a loud metal sound, I looked up and there was a red, bright glow in the sky. What was it, please? A UFO. It was a spaceship. Did you miss time? That's interesting. She's having a lot of encounters. Oh, yeah. Well, once you've been picked up, you're always tracked. They're always around. Kentucky had the famous blue people that were a result of inbreeding. That's interesting. Did not know that. I didn't either. Wow. Hey, Nelda. I haven't seen Nelda in a while. Welcome, Nelda. And then a lot of times, like, uh, UFOs will give off a hum. They'll go, it makes a noise like that. She said she was unsure about it, Kelly Joe, but it was scary time. Yeah, anytime you see something that you don't know what it is, it is scary. Well, yeah, you know. So... Absolutely. Very scary. 
usually when people have encounters like that, usually they have more than one over the years like you are. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Eric, I had a dream once about finding a Yeti, Yeti type alien. Wow. Thank God I wasn't in there. Uh, Penny Van, their original blue people, the Fugets, and them over the years, some moved to other states. And the oxygen was passed on and on because of inbreeding. Wow. Uh, Crystal says, uh, thank you, Liana. Uh, have I been abducted, Kelly Joe? Well, you feel like you've you've had encounters. Yes. So that's interesting. What made you think that, Crystal? You know, sometimes regressions, you know, memories, yeah, leak through. That's why I asked. Yeah, and they can when you get. Well, they did regression with Bernie and Betty. Yes. You know, they got picked up and they remembered everything. Yes, absolutely. Why are the Grays picking me up? Ward wants to know. I feel like they like certain DNA. You know. That that is a theory. Kelly Joe, when I had my UFO encounter with a kid named Jim, we were sledding. Do you think having missed some time from that event? Probably. Yes. Yes. I was 16. Yes. So that usually goes hand in hand. Yeah. They do mind wipes. Hello, Brian. Welcome. Who knew we were talking about UFOs? <laughs> right. I don't know. Crystal says. I just have a feeling. I don't want to know the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. <laughs> so usually, Crystal, when somebody uh, has a reason to think that, it could be probably true. That's why I asked. So, right. I don't know if you're having dreams or you're having flashbacks. So... I'm planning a good comeback. He, 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 he. Hmm. Standing Stones was asking about if about the it was far enough feet above the pine trees. Yeah, that was a UFO, and they picked you up, and they did experimentation on you and put you back in a, a couple hours later. Interesting. Aussie Sue, I appreciate everything you do. Kelly, Joe, and Grizzly now have answers from my experiences. Yeah, absolutely. That's still terrifying, though, Aussie Oh, Sue. it is. You know, like one time I was staying at um, my girlfriend's house in Durango, and all of a sudden I heard, the, like the, I say, there's the humming, and the whole house filled up with indigo purple blue light, and the cats were running sideways, on the walls in circles, you know, the whole length of the living room. And I couldn't wake my girlfriend up. And I, I just, I told the great, the aliens, it's like, I ain't going with you. You guys need to go away and you need to leave the poor cats alone. Cause they're going to have a heart attack. Wow. <laughs> so Liana's asking, you ever met or ran into humanoid, almost completely human like ETs here walking around on earth? Yeah, the the um, blonde-haired, blue-eyed people that showed me the future. I think there's a myriad of different cultures. I've also seen the uh, 
green and aqua blue lizard people. One was sitting in my chair one time when I was like, you know, early, late teens. And I was like, what man or beastie are you? And wow. he smiled and he says, I'm, he was from Nicaragua, the night in the next, the ninth planet in the next gallery. Next galaxy. Sorry, not gallery. Wow. Hello, Luna. Welcome. Nice to have you. Kelly Joe Brian wants to know when someone ends their life because of problems, do they have to still deal with that problem in the afterlife, maybe? I I feel like if you don't deal with your problems this lifetime, you blip yourself off early, you reincarnate it, reincarnate and have to instant repeat. Interesting. And when people get all frustrated and want to blip themselves off, it's like, do you really want to instant repeat all this? Really? Well, now that I think, no. <laughs> I said yeah. there is no purgatory, but you instant repeat it till you get it. Didn't because they have a movie? Yeah. yeah, there was. Um what was it? It had Meryl Streep and Defending Your Life, I think it was called. And who was the man? Somebody Google it. It was called Defending Your Life. Hello, Cryptic Cowboy. Welcome. Nice to have you. I'm getting prepped for later. So, and then Tom Cruise was in one, too, I think. Yeah. My then, plumber committed suicide. He had three kids and a big business going, but it ate him up. Oh, I hate to wow. hear that. Wow. Well, and then remember um, uh, Robin Williams in which, which Way? What is it called? Which Way? No. What's it called? He was in... I can't think of it. Now I got it all jumbled up. I got it all goofed up. Which way dreams may come, I think. I could be wrong, don't quote me, but uh, Robin Williams and his wife committed suicide and he went on the other side to get her. Wow. Leona King, do you know any underwater ETs, Kelly Joe? I've, I've been at the, the ocean and seen things splash down. Hello, welcome, Nikki. It wasn't like a bird. That. That's interesting. We used to have a place, like one time I was watching meteorite showers, and a place called, uh, it's not, it's there, but it's it's not like it used to be. It used to be able to park on a piece of road up in Juneau and watch the ocean, and it was dark sky, and I was watching a meteor shower and saw something like a, it wasn't a meteorite, but it looked like it, and it dive-bombed into the ocean. Wow. Welcome, Katie. Nice to have you. Now, she wants to know anything for spirit for me today, please. Well, your awakening, use your insight. Don't trust it. You poo-poo you it too much. 
Eric's giving some uh, references, some movies. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Nilda, Kelly Joe, why are there so many people just disappearing? Every day there's someone missing. Where are they going? Well, some are abducted and some are, like in the country, um, some are uh, vortexes, you know, like uh, going into other dimensions. There, There's places like that, and, and I do get that there are uh, aliens, too. Welcome, Lorna. Nice to have you. But there's places where the earth intersects and there's vortices and you can walk into other dimensions and other times. Yeah, Eric says that was the movie Kelly Joe was talking about. Thank you, Eric, for throwing it up there. Thank you. Yeah, there's a, a tremendous. Uh, there's a lot of people in the UK that goes missing every year. The numbers are astounding, just baffling. Well, well I believe that there's like, you know, they say that there's an Alaska Bermuda Triangle and there's like the Bermuda Triangle off of Florida. I believe that where certain points intersect, it, it causes dimensional shifts. Yes. You know, and they did an experiment. I'm not a, I, I might be getting it wrong. What was it? Project where they changed the vibrations and oh yes and men got caught between in between the ships the it vibrated and came back together Philadelphia experiment yeah they got stuck in between the ship walls and stuff because the vibrations came back solid you know i believe that vibratory rate can shift and you can go into other dimensions and stuff Lorna wants to know, Kelly Joe, anything for spirit for me, please? Is does she is she want to have children? Because there's I I hear rock by baby in the treetop. Interesting. Or she'll get if she's older, she'll get a grandbaby, and it'd be a girl. And Dogman has been seeing you okay a lot lately, too. Yes, it's been a high rise. Karen Clayton, I've seen two rocks on top of each uh, transferring to human, then back to rocks. Rocks in a rock pool. Beautiful dream you've heard of rock people. Wow, that's interesting. Wow. Some people go and live in abandoned subway stations and such. People, yep. humans are strange. Well, uh, back I in the... Go ahead, Kelly. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're fine. Back in the early 50s, there was a deal made. I was hiring the Gray's boss, gave us, uh, yeah, I believe that Standing Stones back in 57, I believe, was the yeah. year. So, yes. He made a deal with the aliens to abduct people for the technology. Yes, I do believe in that. And then there was a, uh alien that lived at the White House for a while during Eisenhower time and a neat little thing it's there's a question in the old trivia pursuit game about that <laughs> i always felt that state land and parks were set aside as feeding grounds for things that go bump in the night 
And look who just joined. Welcome, Angela. Hey. Oh, you're muted, hon. Yeah. And I do not know what M-I-L-A-B-S is. <laughs> yeah. Angela, do you know anything about my labs? No. Where's that coming from? So those are the military bases with aliens and stuff. The people are being abducted and seeing and... So that's good, Nilda. I'm glad you got approved. So, how is Angela Ford doing? I'm okay. How's everybody out there? Good. Wonderful. So, what are you talking about? UFOs? We got anything, everything. UFOs and everything. <laughs> uh, I, lived, I lived in an apartment that um, uh, was it was very tied to UFOs. I was. I moved in from, I lived in Arlington, Virginia, and then I was wanted to move in to Washington, D.C. with my sister. So I had a woman friend who was much older than I was. I was in my 30s and she was probably 60, but she had a lot of energy and we used to walk the city. So she took me to this apartment complex and she said, I used to live here. It was a nice apartment complex. So we knocked, so she said, maybe you should live here. So we went and the landlord, you know, the, the apartment manager opened the door and we looked at the apartment and I was living with my sister and he said, I have a one bedroom. So my sister and I moved into this apartment and it was, um, it was a one bedroom. It was small. Well, about two years later, the landlord came up and he said, I can move you to the apartment next door. They're moving out and you'll have two bedrooms. You'll each have your own bedroom. So we said, okay, we'll take it. Well, when I told my woman friend who was older than me that used to live there, she said that was the apartment she used to live in. And so as soon as I moved in, I, it was really strange, but there was a guy from New York. His name was, uh, he wrote communion. Um, what was his um he wrote communion he was the guy that uh had contact with the grays yeah uh whitley striber yeah Stryber. okay well he was in town one he was in town one day or in that my in that i had a friend who needed to talk to him i had a friend who worked at congress and he was trying to and he and he wanted, he said, Angela Whitley's in town. He said, I want to, I want to talk to him. But my friend lived in Annapolis and Whitley was staying at a hotel close to where I lived and he needed to take a flight out late at night to get back to New York. So he, my friend said, can we meet at your apartment? And I said, sure. So Whitley came up. So then after that, I started to get a lot of people started to come to that apartment that had that had a lot of UFO st uh, stories, sightings and everything. So one night I got, a, I got, I heard this buzz, you know how you, you buzz down at the bottom. And I said, who is it? It was my friend, Ruth, the older lady. And she said, Angela, I happen to be in the neighborhood with two dear good friends of mine and and they remembered when I lived in that apartment and we want to come up and we want to see the apartment because, because everybody knew it back, you know, 20, 30 years ago. So I said, sure, come on up. So this woman came up, this man came up 
and they were sitting around and, and Ruth said, well, your bedroom was my baby. You know, that, that was the baby's room and everybody's talking. So this Madeline said, she said, and she said, uh, Ruth, do you remember what happened here? And, and Ruth said, no, she said, she, she and, and um, Madeline used to work for an Egyptian whose last name was Adamski and he was a UFO researcher. And, and Madeline said, this was the apartment where the first UFO film was ever shown. So I lived in the apartment that where Adamski showed his first film of UFOs. And I think that apartment really attracted it was never, and it was, it was a two, it, the apartment was a 203. It was a five energy. The apartment I moved from was a 202, which was a four energy. Right when I was getting to move, a woman told me, she said, oh, I bet that 202 gave you a lot of troubles. Everything broke. I said, yeah. She said, well, you lived in a four energy. That was difficult. When I went to the five energy, everything just switched. But I noticed, I noticed that anytime a house or a dwelling carries a five energy, there's something very different about it. And there was something different about this apartment because if you would go to any other apartment, you would turn right to get to the kitchen. But I, you, in this apartment, you turn left. The doors were put on backwards. And I noticed when I go into other people's home, if I'm looking at a five dwelling, there's something very different about it. And I always associate the number five to UFOs, aliens. Wow. Welcome, Trista Howard. Nice to have you. That's interesting. So Brian's got a question for you guys. And uh, it says, uh, my friend lost her grandson three weeks ago, Keith Rodney Munford. Does he have a message for his grandma, Norma? She's really having a devastating time right now dealing with the tragic loss. I hear I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I love you all. I didn't mean... This was an accident. I didn't mean for this to happen. That's what I hear. Interesting. So how's uh, Angela Ford been? I'm okay. How's everybody? How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Oh, there's Joanna. Hello, Joanna. If I give you the four numbers for before my road name, of my address. Can you tell me what the yeah. energy is of it? Sure, sure. Go ahead, Liana. What is it? Nilda, I'll put you right in line after Nilda or Liana comes through. Joanna is saying hello, Larry Angela. Yeah, I know. Joanna and I, I know. I have to talk to her. She's a wonderful person. Yeah, give me the numbers 3640. 3640? Yeah. 3640? Yes. Oh, that's a four. That he, he's living in a four. So that's the address of where he lives. She lives. Yes. She lives. Okay. Tell me about it. Do you have? Are there? Have you had any water problems? First of uh -oh. all, the number. What? In the beginning of the show, I don't remember who was asking for plumbers and electricians. Remember Kelly Jones? Yep. Yep. Was um, that Liana was asking for all that too? I don't remember. I don't know either. I know that a whole bunch of them were. 
um, the four would, um, it's okay. Usually people that live in a four, they're very stable people. They probably have stable jobs. Um, they're hard workers. The foundation of the dwelling is probably very stable. Uh, that you could, they have a tendency to stay there for a long time. Um, and it probably has a lot of nature around, I would say, um, nature, like a lot of nature around it, very grounded, like it's given me an earthy feeling. Interesting. Does that resonate with you, Liana King? And what does a number one mean? Um, for the house, probably a lot of energy, um, probably a lot of energy going on in the house. You could have um, a lot of new ideas, a lot of new beginnings. If people are trying to start a business, that's a good place to um, live. A, a lot of energy, a lot of creativity. For a person, a one for a person. Oh, you mean the one personality? Yeah. Oh, well, that person has a lot of energy, is very creative, is a self-starter. Uh, they probably own their own business. They don't care if they have friends or not. They have a tendency to be leaders. Um, they're very bright. They're like, um, they're, it's um, one. One is like, think of the ram in, in astrology. The ram is the first uh, astrological sign. So think of the characteristics of the ram. Energetic, um, high energy, very creative. Um, it's that's a good ones are great i mean they're optimistic they're happy they just they make things happen they make things happen so are liana says uh i got a leak upstairs on the bathroom and it's getting starting to have watermarks and she says you're so right uh angela ford 40 acres here Liana. The thing with the four is you have to keep you have to keep on it before things you have to keep on the problems before the problems get away from you. It's it's like you just have to stay on it. And just whenever you think you have everything fixed, you got it. There's another problem. But eventually um, now the house I live in now is an eight, which actually is like a double four. So, I mean, I have to be careful too, because you, you have to just keep on things before things get worse. Angela Ford minus seven one nine. What do you think of that? That's an eight. What about a two? Well, okay, let me do the, the 719. That is an eight. That's a business house. You bring them, you can bring a lot of money into that home. That that's a business. Um, that is a business home. The best, the best, well, the best place to live is a six or a three, but the six is the best because nothing, go, nothing ever goes wrong. Wow. What did you say, Kelly Joe? What did, what was the next one? Two. Number two. The two personality or the, the two house. Um, pr probably things flow pretty easily. There could be a lot of blue in that house, maybe a little hint of purple. Uh, it's probably very airy, um, flowing. It, the twos just flow. People get along. People love each other. It The energy just flows. And my house is aqua blue, sky blue, okay. and white. 
<laughs> and it's probably organized. The house was built or like organizationally, you probably have enough closets, little cubby hole, things, things that you know you have places where you can put things and it's probably neat and i'm not that you're a neat freak but it's just a neat yeah the two the twos are nice two people are nice too everything's just easy breezy flowing cat says i live at 44 only thing i've got is water issues and a lot of strange and odd things going on yeah that that's an eight four and four is eight that's that eight wow that eight Oh, there's one. That's interesting. I hope the the son that passed, grandson, I hope it helped that person. I don't yeah, know but, yeah. if they got the message of what we're talking about. The person that need, needed that, I hope it helped them. Standing stones. My house number is 223. Or two, three, three. Yeah, that's another eight business house. That's interesting. And eights are wonderful. I always say in eights, infinity, femininity, prosperity, and abundance. <laughs> yeah, money in, money out on an eight. That's right, Joanna, because I can bring money into the house and it goes right out. Yeah. That's interesting. That money in, money out. But yeah, eight's a good number. Even people that are born with the eight personality are very successful. Interesting. I've got one. It's right here. It's 1155. What do you think about that one, ladies? That's a three. That's that's usually a home. Somebody's got a nice home. There's probably a pet. Um, they usually, the threes don't give you any. It's, it's a nice home to live in. Just very homey, very comfortable. Um, it's a nice, if I ever were to move and live in another house, I would look for a three and a six. Interesting. Really is. Thank you. Is that staying stones? Yeah, the money goes out fast. So, all right. Judy's got 6707. Tw uh, two. That's a two. Uh, nice. Nice. It's a two. You know, just nice. It's the twos are nice. Interesting. What about 119? That's a two. That's a two. Easy. But, you know, you see the ones in there, so that could mean some new beginnings. And the nine in there could maybe mean some educational pursuits. But um, so what did he say? Prospecting USA, hunting America's treasure. That's he very just, interesting. Yeah, he just threw out 19. And the other one that came in. Now, this is interesting. I never thought about this one. Now, what about building 635, apartment 108? You live in the apartment. You don't live in the building. It's 108. I would go for the 108. That's a nine. Probably a lot of mental pursuits. Uh, it's um, a lot. It could be a psychic place. Somebody there could be studying. But it's a lot of head, a lot of head. Interesting. Crystal says my number is 4720. That's a four. That's that's another four. The foundation. Wow. Yeah, it's a four. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, Bigfoot says thank you and true. A lady wolf, one, one, two, one, one, two. That's a four. Four. 
Yeah, but see that one one two could mean, you know, that two could soften things up in that four, and then you've got a lot of ones there could show some new beginnings. So it's not harsh, you know, it's not harsh. Interesting. Uh, I got a ninety three eighty six. That's an eight. You notice the flavor of lots of eights, lots of twos, and lots of fours. Yes. Mm -hmm. Here's a six. I'd ask, I'd, Kathy, I bet you love your house. There's a four, Aussie Sue, four. Based on your order history, it may be time to... Sometimes when people live on sevens, they'll get out of it right away. Seven's a trans, it's a transition, it's a transitory number. Mm. So a lot of times if people live in a seven number, they'll get out of it. It's like they're just, yeah, that's a three, Lorna. Three's a good number. Thank you, Lady Wolf says. I had a brother come pick up a pup, so I'm wondering what the house number is about. Anyone that can fill me in, please? That's interesting. Uh, prospecting USA comes back and says, well, actually, I'm learning about UFOs and, and Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. I love my six. Mm -hmm. uh, Penny Van, my house number is 402. That's a six. Do these people that's a sixes, do they have animals? There's going to be a cat or a dog somewhere. And if they don't have one, a dog or a cat will adopt you. <laughs> mm -hmm. 2024. Yeah, that's an eight. That should, that's 2024 is an eight. That should be interesting. It could be dealing with um, economics. That's interesting. Numbers are so fun. Yeah, I know. I know I really knew a woman who was a really good numerologist in Texas and she was from Bulgaria and nobody did numbers like nobody, her, like her. <laughs> I used to drive to work all the time and it, the traffic would be so bad. And one time she was doing my numbers and I would have anxiety because it was so much traffic. She goes, Oh, don't worry, Angela, you don't have the numbers to die in a car accident. So I stopped worrying. Ah. There you go. Good. Wow. She said, don't worry. She says, you know what? And don't worry. She says, you're not, the numbers aren't here. You're not going to die in a car accident. My house number, Kyle Smith, is 704. That's a that's a two. That's a good that, that's a good number. That's a good number. Penny Van says, I actually did had a dog, dog, but she had to send him away. Yeah, 900 <laughs> miles away. I will walk 900 miles or 500, however long goes. Uh, my friend says his house number is 215. It's an eight. Use it for business. Go ahead, Crifted. Throw yours out there on the chopping block. So, Kelly Joe, how are you doing? A good? I, I'm doing okay. You look good. Thanks. You nice. do. Crifted says mine's 37107. Yeah, that's a nine. But see, he's got a lot of sevens in there. So 
if it's a mental number, he could be learning spiritual pursuits. He could be learning something about being psychic. The nines are just very, if, if somebody's going to school and learning higher learning, they should be in the nine. They'll have the peace and the quiet to do it. It's very mental. Nines are just very you mental. You know what he's well, getting I'm ready a, to do. I'm that is hilarious. What, what did you say? I'm personally a nine. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, you're psychic. Any, yeah, the, anybody that's... What did you just say, Grizzly, before? Sorry. No, 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 no. What did you say, Grizzly? Oh, I, you wouldn't believe what he's getting ready to take on in the beginning of the year when you said that. He's getting ready to do a higher learning. Yeah, that would. That's, so. you're in the place to... You're in the environment to do it. The nine gives you the environment to do it. Uh, Liana, so you can't have an 11 for energy number on a house? Question mark. Yeah, you can have, oh, yeah, 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 you can. 11 actually is a, um, it's a master number, right? Yeah, it's a master number, right, Kelly? What about yeah. 46? 11, 22, 44, those are master numbers. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. That's a six. That's a six. And look, you've got those sixes in the number, so uh, he's like, he's just happy, happy, happy where he's living. And he's probably, it's a good foundation for him. And he's probably making enough money so he can live there. Interesting. Gene missed what all these numbers can mean. Can you help explain that to everybody? Well, the, well, the numbers can tell you your personality. They can tell you what's in store for you in the next year. And then they can also give you information on where you live. Even on car, I mean, I, it's hard to do cars because you got that alphabet in there and you don't know whether to count the alphabet or not. Trista comes back and says, my ladies is 425. That's a, a two. Okay. The number, okay. If you live in a number one house, it probably has a lot of energy. It's, it's the beginning. Maybe babies are born there, you know, maybe having a baby, um, a lot of creativity, high energy the number two are nice houses things flow it's nice if they're beside water three is a good home i usually a lot of green in the color in the in homes with green greens are very nurturing they balance people people can get healed living in a three the fours can be difficult living in but you've got a good foundation other things some things may need fixed Fives are of different energy. They're different types of homes. But this is the type of energy that brings in esoteric knowledge, mostly about UFOs and archaeology. Sixes are beautiful um, homes to live in. They're, uh, it's a nurturing home. You don't have problems with them. A seven is a people usually... Um, if people live in a seven house, they have a tendency to move out. Sevens may have a lot of yellow in them or gold. Eight is a business house. People usually use it. It's, it's, people have businesses or work from their homes. And then the nines is a mental uh, people. Um, it's, a it's a mental house, meaning people that live there could be psychic or they, they're going to school to learn something new. Interesting. It is. 
I just read about number six, and it's the polar opposite of my life and Omar. <laughs> what? <laughs> and another thing, somebody that was a numerologist told me a long time ago is sixes means release of struggle. Yeah, sixes are nice. I think. What what's your house number, Grizzly? Oh, ten fifteen. Oh, you're a seven. You're a seven. Well, you're bringing in a lot of it's a spirit. It's a spiritual. Um, seven is a very spiritual number. You're bringing spirituality into that home. Do you lighting candles? Yes. Um, it's, it's, you don't, it's not a heavy vibration. Do you, when you walk in, do you feel the energy lighter, yes. hot? Yeah. It's not yes. a heavy. When you walk in a four or an eight, it's heavy. Yours isn't heavy. What colors are in your house, Grizzly? Uh, like sky blue and white. Yeah. They're not, they're air colors. They're not brown. They're not of the ground. They're right. air. Yeah, it's think of the air. When I think of seven, I think of the air. Interesting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hope y'all enjoyed that edition with Kelly, Joe, and Angela. I'm glad Angela tuned in. So, thanks for having us. Well, Kelly, Joe, thank you so much. It's nice seeing you. Nice to see you. Thanks for letting me fill in for you while we're waiting. Oh, you coming back? Come on back. And from coast to coast around the world, see tonight at nine o'clock, we have special guests, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. <laughs>